Well, hello there. Welcome to Happy Healthy Human Radio. I am your host, Samantha Attard, coming at you from the beautiful Washington, D.C. I'm an Ayurvedic coach, yoga instructor, and doula, sharing with you all the things I am learning about and teaching about in my everyday so that we can all find just a little more balance, bliss, and confidence. I truly appreciate you being a part of this community, and if you enjoy this podcast, please do share it with a friend or rate and leave a review over up on Apple Podcasts. I truly appreciate it. Lots of fabulous announcements and things to let you know about. We are getting into <laughs> event season. So February 16th over at Zuit Sport in Alexandria, I am teaching a Kapha Cleanse and Ayurveda workshop. We're going to do a yoga practice. We're going to talk about Ayurveda. It's going to be awesome. All the information is up on my website under the calendar page or go to Zuit, Z-W-E-E-T, sport.com. Oh, and I should probably tell you that my website is Spiro Collective, S-P-I-R-O collective.com. I also have a free prenatal uh, class coming up on February 23rd. So that's a Sunday as well. It's at 2 p.m. It's going to be over at Spark Yoga in Arlington, but it's not on the schedule there. You want to contact me directly if you're interested in coming. If you know any pregnant folks, if you're pregnant, please have them come on out. It's going to be a really lovely 75-minute class, and it's free. So send me a note, sam at spiralcollective.com, or again, you can always just head to the website and do the contact me page. I also am leading an Ayurveda retreat up in May, May 14th to 17th. This is going to be our third one. They're amazing. So we spend three nights, four days living the Ayurvedic lifestyle. And let me tell you, it feels good because you eat well, you sleep well, you do a ton of yoga, you learn all of these really wonderful self-care balancing practices. We take a hike, we have workshops, we do cooking classes, we laugh. Oh my goodness, it's wonderful. And we do it all lakeside in Virginia. We're doing it at Lake Anna in Virginia. So May 14th to 17th, I have some special pricing going on before I get it all up on the website. <laughs> so if you are interested, it behooves you to reach out now and get the details and see if it would work in your calendar um, because it's going to be wonderful. I Every time I leave, uh, I feel amazing and everyone is glowing. It's delightful. So again, send me an email or head on over to spiralcollective.com, go to the contact page and see what's going on. Another note given and related to my website is I've been doing a little revamp of my Ayurveda offering. So I do these Ayurveda consultations. And when I was on maternity leave this winter, I had a lot of time to think. And I actually spent that time, I went um, back looking at all my clients over the last probably year and a half or so and looking at what's really worked, what hasn't worked, like where could I improve, and you know, so made some slight tweaks to my offerings to make sure that I'm serving you as best as possible. And thus far, I have a couple clients that I'm currently doing this new program with, and thus far it's been amazing, and I love it, and I think um, it just is up-leveling all of the fabulousness um, that Ayurveda has to offer. Um, but if you are interested in getting in on it, Again, doing a little bit of a special pricing as I finalize those details and before I get it all up on the website. So again, if you want some special pricing, if you want to discover why I am obsessed with what I'm working with and, and why I'm feeling so good and why my clients are feeling so good, then reach on out, sam at spiralcollective.com. I also have free consultation and the free consultation is pretty wonderful because we talk about 
it's, there's a bit of coaching that goes on in the free consultation as well. So if you want to see what it's about and you're unsure, again, head over to the website. If you go to the Ayurveda consultation page, there's a little button that says schedule a free consultation and you can do that. And two more notes. I was just on the Big Life podcast. The Big Life is a delightful podcast from my friends Ingrid Vaishas, who I've collaborated with on our four-week stress cleanse, as well as Lena Salazar. And we talked about all the wonderful, delightful, basic free ways that you can improve your health. So we talked about sleep, breath, and meditation. It's a delightful conversation. It's a great podcast. Go check it out. It's up on iTunes or Spotify, wherever you like to listen to your podcasts. Lastly, super exciting news that I got this the day of recording, which might not be the same day as release, but I got it when I'm recording this, is that one of my yin yoga classes, which was on the podcast last week, uh, I also uploaded it up onto Insight Timer, which is where I upload my meditations and yoga classes these days. And it turns out it's a staff pick. How cool is that? That means it's on the homepage and lots and lots and lots and lots of people are going to see it. So uh, you already have access to it because you listen to the podcast. So that is great. But I wanted to call your attention to it because you might not know that I upload my meditations onto Insight Timer. And that's where I've been doing that recently. And we've been doing about a meditation or yoga class each week. And I've been really enjoying it and enjoying being a part of that community. So if you are an Insight Timer, it's free. And if you're not an Insight Timer, it's free. So go check it out to see some of my latest meditations. Um, and, and yeah, and check out the other beautiful meditations that are there and available as well. I actually just am recording one that relates to our topic for today. Uh, so if you want a little um, experiential version of this podcast, then go over to Insight Timer and do that meditation. It's about... Um, grace, finding, uh, approaching change with grace is what it's all about. That's a lot of announcements. Thanks for your patience. Uh, Is there anything else to say? I love you guys. It's so funny not being on social media as much anymore because I feel like I don't get to talk as much. So you can always send me an email, sam at spiritcollective.com. In case you're wondering, baby's awesome. He's just about 11 weeks. He's smiling up a storm. He loves to sing. And we're, we're having a great time. So um, there we go. There, there, there are the details. So uh, something is changing <laughs> is really the title of what I was thinking about for this podcast. Something's changing. Um, and no, that doesn't mean it's time for a big announcement. But rather, the fact that something is changing is, is always true. <laughs> something is always changing. Maybe it's just the molecules of your hand rearranging or the oxygen entering your lungs, Uh, you're breathing in, you're breathing out, you moved your finger, something is changing. And change is a constant. Um, But perhaps you've noticed, and while we deal with the breathing in and the breathing out thing pretty well, we don't handle life changes all that well. Life changes, they can create a lot of stuff. (laughs) It can create a lot of... uh, getting a little triggered, a little anger, a little this and that, can cause some distress. And, you know, we exit the world that is known and we enter the unknown. We move from what is safe, because we've already experienced it, to something that's potentially dangerous because it's uncertain and anything could happen. And, you know, change, even though we're experiencing it all the time, we don't always handle it 
the best and you always handle it in the great ways. So this month in my yoga classes in January, we've been ex- exploring change and how to experience change with some more grace. And we had four different weeks of different aspects and topics related to this. And I thought it would be worth sharing the recap and what we explored with you all over the course of these four weeks to hopefully help you also find a little more grace, even amidst change, to help us deal with these transitions a little easier, given that they're always happening and they're always occurring. So let's dive in. Four different aspects to help us deal with change. Number one, it is remembering the unchanging that exists beneath the change, right? Remember the unchanging that exists beneath the change. So when we're in the middle of a transition, wow, it can so quickly hijack your entire brain space. I mean, you wake up thinking about it, you go to sleep thinking about it, maybe you're not sleeping because you're thinking about it. Your conversations with friends always circle back to it, right? Like each conversation is about the change that's happening. And it's really interesting because even if it's a positive change, so I'll use the example of having a baby, every conversation that I have relates to the baby at this point, right? Like it's, and it's not because I need to talk about my baby so much. It's because people ask me about him. Um, And so it's just very fascinating how the change that you're experiencing really starts to take up your world and starts to take up your world. So, um, so the transition can really be all consuming, but what we have to remember and what can be so difficult to remember is that on a deeper level, we are not changing. And you can see this very practically that, you know, even if you lost your job, you broke up with your partner, you are changing houses. If so many things are changing in your life, there's still something that's stable. Maybe it's just your relationship with your dog, or maybe it's your love of ice cream, right? Maybe it's really small and really tiny and insignificant compared to these huge changes that you're having, but there's something that's not changing at this moment. Your love of ice cream might change later on, but right now it feels pretty constant. There's some stability. And then In yoga, on a deeper level, we talk about the different layers of the body. They're called the koshas, and we've discussed them before on the podcast. You can always dive um, back to previous episodes if you want to think a little more about koshas, but there is an unchanging part that exists beneath all of the change. You know, on the surface level, our bodies are changing, our breath moves, our mind and our thoughts are so, you know, so changeable, so variable. But when we get deeper into the intuitive body, into the bliss body, and then even deeper to the pure consciousness that is what we are most truly, um, there's no change, right? It's beyond the change of our daily lives, and it has a much longer time course than that job transition. And so we have a choice, and one choice is that we let the changeable external circumstances dive deep into the body and impact body, breath, mind, intuition, joy, or we can go the opposite way and let the pure consciousness, that deep, unchanging, peaceful layer of ourselves come up to influence joy, intuition, mind, breath, body. So we choose the direction of what's really 
what's really underlying our thought process and how we go about our world. Are we changing everything in reaction to external or are we always hearkening back to the deep internal unchanging layer and responding to what's happening there? That's our choice. And obviously you might guess that one of them is much more of a recipe for contentment and happiness. So take that moment to really think about what would it feel like if when you were in the middle of a transition, instead of obsessing and focusing on the change, you had this like little voice in the back of your head saying, hey, but, but there's some stability back here, right? That underneath something is not changing. And that's the pure consciousness, the pure awareness, the basic goodness, as they say in Buddhism, the basic goodness of your soul. Oh, so good. Right? You're like, oh, yeah. I just, I feel like my shoulders drop when I remember that. You're like, oh, I don't have to worry so much. Okay. Our second strategy for dealing with change, um, just simply to get better at the free fall. Let's get better at the free fall. So when we recognize and remember the unchanging aspect of ourselves, we can handle the free fall a little bit better because uncertainty is very, very, very scary. We like being able to label things. We like being able to name things. We want to know, is this good or bad or up or down? Is this enjoyable? And should I be happy about this or should I be unhappy about this? And in that transition point where we don't even know what's going to happen, so maybe you're in the middle of deciding if you're going to leave your job or you're in the middle of like you're just, you're in between the jobs, for example, in the middle here, we are just stuck where we don't know good or bad. We don't know if the next job we're going to get is amazing and is our dream job or if the next job we're going to get, oh shoot, I am, you know, back working for someone that I didn't like working for five years ago because this was the only option that was available to me or whatever it is. So we're in this middle space where we don't know what the label is and wow, is that difficult. Wow, 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 right? So take a moment, notice, remember, what happens to you in the uncertain place, right? Is it anger? Is it despondency? Is it insomnia? Something to notice here. The more we freak out in the uncertain place, the more we actually impact, ruin, harm, the certainty once the change has been decided. So again, we're in the place where we're still looking for the new job and we are freaking out. Now, if we, if we spend all that energy doing that in this in-between time, when we get our new job, we are also going to be in not as good of a place. And this happens two ways. Either we actually get this great, amazing dream job and we just have an anxiety hangover, or maybe when we were in that uncertain time, we sabotaged some relationships. Maybe we made some bad decisions, right? Like we're having to now deal with new consequences or we get a really bad job that we really dislike, but we have spent so much energy in the negative, crazy transition space that we aren't physically and emotionally at our peak to be able to actually handle and to have the stamina to handle our new situation, right? So imagine if you are in that transition space between the jobs and it's uncertain and it's uncomfortable, but you are present to it, right? Then 
when you reach that decision, you end up in that not great, so great job, you can have the energy to say things like, okay, I'm here during the day. This is great. This is paying my bills. This is doing what I needed to do. And I'm still going to pursue X. Whereas if you have spent so much energy in the in-between place, fighting, being in the in-between place, when you get to that new job that you don't like so much, do you really think you're going to have the energy to then try to find that new exciting thing? Right? So don't let the in-between place sabotage the next stage. Don't let the in-between place sabotage the next place stage. Now, strategy three, lean into the fear and do it anyway. Change and transition, it can be very vulnerable. And if you've read any Brene Brown, you know we don't really like vulnerability. We are facing an unknown and we have some ways that we can deal with it. Option number one, we can shut down. So we get consumed by this fear, this desire for things to stay the same, and we kind of close in on ourselves, right? It's like, it's like this, uh, you, you feel the shoulders slump forward, this like sadness in the heart, and the, you know, I'm not going to go see my friends. I'm not going to tell people what's going on. I'm going to shut down. And this is called tamas in Sanskrit. Um, meaning like the quality of doing this. So like the lethargy is called tamas. Option two, we can lash out. So our fear can cause this explosion as we try to control as much as we can, right? Maybe we start controlling our food. Maybe we start controlling in our relationships, in our friendships, in our schedules. We are exploding outwards because we can't handle what is happening internally. In Sanskrit, this is, this is the second guna called rajas, which is the fiery, passionate energy. Number three, we can actually sit with the difficulty. So we notice the fear and we move forward one step at a time. Right? We acknowledge the uncomfortable nature, the discomfort of what is happening. This is the sattvic path. It's a middle ground. It's a, okay, here we are. Now what needs to be done? Now what needs to be done? Change is not easy. And we need to acknowledge that this is difficult, right? We need to give ourselves some credit, but we don't want to use it as an excuse to shut down or to lash out. Instead, notice the discomfort. Use this as an excuse to get curious and to flex your courage muscles, right? So courage, I talk about it all the time because I'm obsessed with it. Courage comes from the word for heart in French. Cur means heart. And, um, and so we need to flex this muscle of feeling our heart and that courage is not about being fearless, but rather it's about feeling fear and doing what needs to be done anyway. So not shutting down, not lashing out instead one step at a time. Let's find that courage. Our last strategy the root of all the strategies to, if we want to change with some grace, we have to trust, right? It's a summation of everything we've talked about because when we remember the unchanging layer that exists between the changing layer 
when we ride that wave of transition with peace instead of combustion, <laughs> and if we open ourselves up to actually feeling the fear and uncertainty, the change can't really hurt you anymore, right? We've turned this enemy into a friend, or as they talk about in Buddhism, they talk about turning the arrows into flowers. Buddha turned the arrows from Mara, um, this basically goddess of destruction and of, of all the pain and fear of the world. He turns her arrows into flowers, and that's his enlightenment. And that's what happens when we ground and connect to the unchanging, when we choose to sit in peace in the in-between, and we don't lash out or shut down, but rather experience the courage. It can't hurt us anymore. And then we get to experience our life as it unfolds. I love this quote from Marianne Williamson about grace. So she says that when we surrender to grace, we surrender to something bigger than ourselves. We surrender to a universe that knows what it is doing. When we stop trying to control events, they fall into a natural order, an order that works. We are at rest while a power much greater than our own takes over and it does a much better job than we could have done. We learn to trust that the power that holds galaxies together can handle the circumstances of our relatively little lives. So take a moment again to think about the last major transition that you've experienced in your life and place your mind back in that moment when you realized change was going to occur. Now take a moment to feel secure and grounded in the unchanging, pure consciousness of your being. Just like remember that. Notice the fear and uncertainty, the emotional wave. Allow it to be present. And then simply trust. Perhaps you acknowledge a way that this transition, that change that happened, notice how it had benefited you. Even if the benefit was simply a little more belief in your resilience and your strength. Change. Not an easy one, but always happening. So I think it's one of those things that's really worth kind of building that skill, like flexing that muscle as we talked about, of, of being able to handle it uh, with a little more peace, with a little more grace. And it comes down to trust in our true nature, trust in the universe around us, connecting to our peace, and making that very difficult decision to sit in the vulnerability and be okay. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being a fabulous community of people. Again, if you want a meditation related to this, head on over to Insight Timer. Lots of events happening in February, so please go sign up for the Kapha Cleanse. Send me an email if you're interested in prenatal yoga or in our Ayurveda retreat. Uh, and check out the Ayurveda consultation page to schedule a free consult if you're interested. Sending y'all so much love. The light in me very humbly bows to that same light in each one of you. Namaste.